4: Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live every day at youtube.com slash the Dan Patrick Show.
1: You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio.
4: What
5: up? Good morning to you. Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio with TJ Hishmanzada. I'm Doug Gottlieb. Happy Labor Day to you. Summer it's over. It's over. You're going to wake up tomorrow and be like summer's over. Summer may have already been over like in reality because of uh, you know school being back in, college football games being played and whatever, but I don't know. Labor Day is the unofficial end of summer. So TJ you you cook it out today? You grilling? What are you what are you doing today?
6: I might get in the backyard and uh grill a little bit, throw some little steaks on there, some some chicken.
5: Well I mean do you have the ability to go just dial up some steaks like just like snap your fingers and suddenly steaks. This feels like something that you may have wanted to prepare for. Granted we're do we're done here at at nine on the west so there is still time to run by and get some meats, but if you, you go into a meat shop or you go into a a supermarket today, the pickings aren't slim like there's a lot of philosophies with it, right? So on some level, you go no, like, I
6: got I got some steaks at the crib. Oh, you did? Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. I got
6: okay. I got some steaks ready to go. What's What's the cut of steak that you like to let that you get down with? A ribeye. That That's probably. And I'm not a big steak. Well, I eat steak more now than I ever have, but yeah. Um, ribeye. I used to. I used to. <laughs> you know, growing up, I grew up. You know, we used to get our steak. That thing, well done. Yes. So when I first got in the league, I'd go to a steakhouse and I never forget I used to go in there and be like, "How you want your steak?" I'm like, "Burn it." <laughs> I'm like, "Burn it." And so I, I, I don't I don't say that anymore. You know, I'm a little little different now, but initially it was like, "Man, if I see any blood, any pink in my steak, I don't want it." And so uh I evolved. I have evolved in that uh aspect of my steak eating.
5: Um, all right, so do you have it? Do you have any
6: special steak cook, grilling technique? Nah, 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 nothing special. Nothing special, man. I just season it up and uh, get the pit ready to go and, and throw them on there like five, four minutes each side. Ready to go. Well, so
5: you on, do have a system.
6: You got a whole system
5: there. I, I heard a pit. That sounds like a glorious some sort of. There's got to be. Yeah, but I,
6: I'm not. I'm not a guy that like people that know me. I'm not barbecuing like that, man. I'm. I, I'm really not. I'm like. I really look forward to watching this Clemson game. That, that's what I look forward to today outside of that. Yeah, it's, um, it's
5: Clemson's a perfect example. This is an interesting one, right? They got a four by their name in terms of their ranking. But they're coming off a year in which they weren't nearly what we've come to expect. I'm going to give you two Clemson. letters.
6: Okay. DJ. If DJ can play, uh, they'll be fine. If not, we might see a, a Trevor Lawrence, Kelly Bryant situation here. I guess that's my question. Can he play? I mean, physically, he has all the talent in the world. He's big. He can run. He has a great, not a good arm, a great arm. It's can he throw in anticipation and can he be accurate? If he can be those things, they'll be fine. If not, Kay Klubnik is going Trevor Lawrence him. It's really amazing
5: because DJ was so good when he filled in for Trevor Lawrence the year before. Remember that incredible they, game Notre against Dame Notre Dame? Dame? Against, yeah. 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 But then he got his own team
6: and it was a different story. I, I don't know what happened, but I'm sure he feels that guy behind him walking down that alley in a dark night. You turn around and you be like, oh. that That's Kay Kubik. Like, if he does not play the way he's supposed to play, I can I can really see that happening. And, you know, DJ was one of the top two or three recruits in the country, not just quarterbacks. I'm talking about overall players. And so I'm sure for Dabble it wouldn't be easy to bench him, but I, I can really see that taking place. If Clemson football is not Clemson football that we're used to seeing, they're, they're going to put the blame on the quarterback. And, and I'm sure – K. Klubnick will get his opportunity. But if DJ is the player he's supposed to be, he'll rise to the occasion, and this will just be all talk. Um, it, I mean, the Clemson
5: thing is going to be fascinating because if you if you woke up last year and you would have seen what they were doing, you know, woke up from McCombie, you're like, this is not Clemson. And yet then this year we just, okay, back to Clemson being a top-five team preseason when nothing they did last year would...
6: It's because although- the recruiting class, Doug. When, when you get the best players, you're supposed to be good. You get the best p- – Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, LSU, USC, Ohio State. Those schools get the best players. Texas, you're supposed to be good. If you aren't good, that's a lack of development from your coaches. You get the best players, man. You have no choice but to be good. Clemson wasn't good last year. And so you just blame one person, the quarterback, or to me it's overall lack of development. When like you look at Alabama, Nick Saban, when I tell you he does such a great job of developing players because those offensive linemen who are dominant in college, what are they coming in the NFL and do? What, what good. Come, what they coming in? If, I mean, I don't. Pretty, well,
5: it, it it depends. I mean, like <laughs> they're Alex, okay. They're okay. Yeah.
6: Right. They're okay. But in college, they're dominant. Nobody gets. Watch Alabama play, man. That quarterback sitting back there like it's seven on seven. Watch them play, Bryce Young back there like it's seven on seven. Tua, it's seven on seven. Mac Jones, it's seven on seven. Them dudes get to the league. Alex Leatherwood, first round pick. We got release you. Nick Saban does a great job developing kids in college. And so these schools like Clemson and the ones I just named, Ohio State, USC, LSU, they get the best players. You should win. And when you have a down year, it better be just that, a down year, not two. TJ,
5: um, like, look, the, the, the succession of events that led to last night – to Florida State being LSU, right? And for people who didn't didn't watch, um, LSU finally got a stop, right? They finally scored some points, get a stop, and all of a sudden they, they muff a, the second punt, second punt of the night. They they muff. Florida State's literally going in to score. The game is over. You know, they're they're uh, Brian Kelly's, you know, they're like, should, should Brian Kelly let them score? It's their only chance to win. They're discussing strategy and when do you call timeouts and when do you just let them score? Florida State fumbles literally at like the, the, the one yard line. Game is over. LSU comes storming back. They end up going out of bounds with one second to go. Which was he went up in terms of stoppages, right? It was if he got out of bounds, the clock automatically stopped. Instead, it was a first down, so they gave him one untimed down from like the three yard line, or whatever. But it was it was a like a ten minute delay, so LSU had the play call. LSU scores a touchdown. You're like, oh, this thing's going overtime. They line up to kick the extra point after all this. You know they they're getting blown out for a while. All this to come back and tie the game. And the extra point
6: is blocked. If that's not college football, I don't know what is. Man, if I'm in that LSU locker room, alumni, fan, <laughs> I'm pissed. I'm pissed. Like, I, I was, I ain't gonna lie, I was mad watching the game. Like, what? I was looking forward to overtime. Like, yeah, it's a good game. I'm looking forward to this. It's the little things, Doug. Like, you overlook the little things and they become big problems eventually. And I said this earlier, you got to protect the inside. You're on punt team, protect the inside. You're on field goal team, protect the inside. They didn't protect the inside. They gave up the inside. You give up the inside. That's the shortest distance to the kick being blocked. And that's what happens. But you give Florida State some credit. Dude timed it perfectly. He timed the snap perfectly. He went airborne so that you couldn't get a hand on him. And he blocked it. LSU shouldn't have been in that situation to begin with because, in essence, it was a home game. You're starting a quarterback that's had some success, albeit in the Pac-12, and he couldn't move the ball effectively through there. It was all on the ground. LSU defense couldn't get a stop, like you said, until the end. Their best player on offense, Kayshaun Booty, did not get a touch until the fourth quarter the good thing about sports that game yesterday is over each week is independent Uh, let's be better let's make adjustments let's correct our mistakes because we can't do that again because what we just talked about the last LSU has really good players it doesn't hurt Mason Mason Smith I believe that's his last name he's their best defensive lineman he's excited for his teammate making a play he jumps up celebrates I believe he tore his ACL I don't know but when you do that, he's their best defensive lineman. He goes out; it's a little easier for Florida State. But when you're LSU, you you should have that type of depth to where it doesn't affect you that way. LSU has a lot of good players; they got to play that way.
5: Can you believe he got hurt celebrating? Like that's one of the, that's like the last time i heard of that was Martin Gramatica. Was it uh, Martin Gramatica? Yeah, Martin who, who, Martin Gramatica Grama- for the Bucs. Martin Gramatica. Yeah, didn't he like didn't he tear both ACLs celebrating? Patellas and all. Yeah, I think he blew
6: his knee out. But I it might have even been both. It just sucks, man, because it was such a good game. And that that kid, he he's friends with my daughters, and he was so excited about that game. They're telling me, like, yeah, Mason, he can't wait to play. He's so excited. He's such a good dude. Yada yada yada. And for that to happen. It's so unfortunate because you work the entire off season. I mean, it's just for this moment, and you get hurt the first game, and now you gotta mentally. I'm hurt. I'm hurt it, now. It, There's nothing I can do. I gotta attack this rehab. I gotta attack it because now I gotta get excited again for next year, and we haven't even finished this year. I mean, th- think,
5: think about the okay. So here's the play. If you you haven't seen it, we'll put it out on on social media. got Gottlieb shows my Twitter handle, of course. We'll put it on the Dan Patrick Show uh, on social media. So. He's just there's just a tackle, and he's just kind of he just jumps up to kind of celebrate and kind of kicks out his legs like like a woo sort of deal. And his left knee kind of lands awkwardly on the turf, and yeah, it looked like that's what it looked like happened. Again, neither of us are. He has to undergo an MRI, but that's not in the all time bad luck celebration. It's just unfortunate, man. I mean, he was cheering on his teammate. And it wasn't like it like it wasn't like he was doing a sack dance, right? It wasn't like he was doing there was there was there was no it was a very organic, not even celebration, just almost like a fist pump. Only he jumped up in the air, and 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 landed. Um, I'm not sure which was more a stronger purple, the LSU purple or the purple in Brian Kelly's face. Though, like, man, when that when that it's it's good to have Brian. Brian Kelly was calm his past couple years at Notre Dame. Uh, early on this was like early Notre Dame Brian Kelly in terms of the the peak level of of his expressions in his face all right uh, we'll get to we'll, we'll get to the uh the, the a couple other side stories from this weekend in a second but this was the radio call okay so remember Florida State is going to win the game game is over they're at the one yard line two yard line they fumble hey then it looked like they were going to get a stop LSU comes marching march all the way back scores with no time on the clock. One untimed down. Line up for the extra point. Here's the Florida State call.
1: Boy to snap. Ram with the hole to send it to. Free football. Snap. Spot.
5: I was, it was nuts. Here's the LSU radio call.
2: The
4: all-important point after in a 24-23 ball game. Here's the snap. Placement down. Kick on the way. And it is blocked. And it hits the crossbar. No good. And Florida State going to survive this one 24-23. It
5: it did feel like the Florida State, Florida State announcers was just like, uh, here comes the extra point. Free football coming. Whereas the LSU broadcast was like, you know, the all important extra point. Let's let's like it was a a much more kind of refined classic call of the spot down kick up. It's blocked and it hits the upright no good. It it the Florida State guys felt like
6: they kind of pooed it only to see it blocked. Hey, I wonder when will a coach one you know in that situation they going balls to the wall all out the block Go for that. two? No. Just oh, run fake it? a fake, just fake it. Yeah. They're, they're all Nobody going. Nobody fakes it anymore. They scared. They scared of the consequences and the replay. Nobody I, fakes I, it anymore. You know in that situation they're going all out. But I mean, you got to block that up. As much practice as you put into this, you must do the little things. You got to block that up. And it has to be a checkpoint of each other. You turn to the gods to the left or right. You don't give up the inside. Just, just reinforce that. Don't give up the inside. Everybody step down. If we step down, we're good. Step down. Get a hand. Just get a hand on a guy running around you. Don't block the guy. Get a hand on him. Step down. Get a hand on a guy running around. That's what we were taught. Step down. Get it. And I was never on it, but I was a returner, so I had to sit in the meetings. And so you just you hear all this and you learn it. It sucks. It's a it's, lesson learned. I guarantee. The player that it happened to, it won't happen again. It it sucks that it had to happen in that situation. It won't happen again. And that player actually had a pretty good game. And so, you know, it is what it is.
5: All right, uh, coming next, the guy who actually has done it is Mark Slareth. He's also won three Super Bowls as uh, as part of the uh, Washington, whether the Commanders now, back when they're the Redskins, and of course the the Denver Broncos. He's Fox NFL analyst. We'll we'll get his take on on hey, it's just easy. Just step down. Just step down. Put a hand on somebody. Plus this weekend Slate in the NFL. Next on the Dan Patrick Show.
1: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show. Weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
7: All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that, but there's just so much more good stuff in this game. And Monopoly Go.
3: Include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies.
7: There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on.
0: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
8: As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See amazon.com slash amazon prime for details.
2: If I could eat bacon for every meal, I I think I would. I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. My wife, who I love as much as bacon, says I would even put bacon in cereal if I could.
3: You know, I thought that I knew what good bacon was. Uh, Turns out, nope, I was wrong. Hmm. Because then I tried right brand bacon, and honestly...
5: Uh, 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 uh. TJ, we're old enough to remember when this was on uh, in uh, roller skate parties. Man, this is a good
6: roller skate party song. Man, you know it's crazy, Doug. I've never put on what a pair of skates. Man, I can't skate at all. I can't skate either. I was too busy doing other things. Man, I wasn't skating.
5: Oh, I'm I'm literally the only white kid ever grow up in Orange County that can't skateboard.
6: Everybody can skate, man. I can't like, skateboard. It, I have I have a listen, this is and I mean and I can it, I can get on a skateboard and oh, I can't. you know not
5: fall, but Yeah, that's about mm-hmm. it. That's about the extent of it. That's about the extent of it for, for for me. It's what's interesting, so you know, uh my you know my son, so Hayes is he wants to be a hooper and a football player or whatever. And so he used to he used to skateboard some. And we'd always tease him like, yo, man, hoopers don't skateboard. And he's like, and he said, "Well, well, Clay Thompson skateboards is like, well, look, he's like the exception to the rule. Most most hoopers don't skateboard. You don't have time. Plus, you can get hurt." So, um, he he I, he literally said, my, "My bones, my bones don't break. They 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 don't break." So one of his close friends broke his wrist, like really nasty compound fracture of his wrist skateboarding over the weekend. Now. Thankfully, he's going to be okay, but he's got to have, like, two surgeries now, whatever. And I just turned to him. When we heard the story, I was like, he, I was, he's like, don't say it. I was like, I told you, Hoopers don't skateboard, man. That doesn't – They you don't you don't break compound fracture of your arm when you're playing basketball. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I can't skateboard at all. And now, roller skate – I couldn't roller skate either, but I could, like, stand up and go around the rink and, you know, hang out at the roller rink party. Nah,
6: roller skating uh, – I could stand up and I could – just let it roll but nah i i can't do that either man i not me i i just it's something i've never really done and i know like a lot of my buddies man they used to always go roller skating and i'd be like i'll meet y'all there i'm not gonna roller skate i'll do what i gotta do and then i'll meet y'all there later on
5: do you remember the um the roller blade phenomenon
6: yeah i do i do remember that when that kind of Got really popular. I yeah, do. it was
5: it was really, really big. So uh, this is a, this is a true story. So I'm getting ready to go to Oklahoma State. So I spent a year. I went to Notre Dame for a year. I went to uh, Golden West College in Huntington Beach, which I know you train at. You got you train some guys guys there at their football field, right? Um, and so uh, I, but I didn't play, and I just I practiced with the team. I would help coach the team uh, in the games. It was one of my old high school coaches, a guy named Tom McCluskey. And then, so I'm getting ready to go to Oklahoma State, and you know, Oklahoma, I'm like, well, it's flat, you know. And I don't remember if I, I didn't have a bike or what it was. I was like, man, maybe I'll just rollerblade to school, right? Maybe that'd be cool. I'd, I'd rollerblade to school. And again, at the time, rollerblading was kind of cool. Like you could do it, you get away with it. It's not bad. Like it was a, it was, it was, it wasn't really that well thought out this whole idea of rollerblade because then you would have to bring your shoes with you, right? And then you had these big clunky. But I remember, and I, one time I was, I'd rollerblade to like 24 hour fitness to work out. And those things, I don't, you can't really stop on them. And I remember like I was going down a hill and I literally sat down on the ground, scratched up my whole backside on like my initial ride of my rollerblades. I never rolled wore them ever again, ever Not once. I never put them on, so I can relate to you. (laughs) Mark Slayer joins us. Three-time Super Bowl champion NFL analyst in Fox. I want to get to the NFL in a second, the game you're covering this weekend. But um, TJ was explaining that LSU not blocking an extra point. It's just as simple. What is it, TJ? What's the rule? Just block down? Hey, Mark,
6: you've been on field goal block. Don't give up the inside, correct?
4: It's never. Correct. You never give up the inside. You know, one of the things they always make you do, too, and this is, this is just such a football thing, right? They, they say always protect your inside gap with the side of your head, right? Put your – jam your head in there. Let the guy run over and try to break your neck. And then stick your leg, the opposite leg, out so that you create this big – you know, so they got to jump rope around a leg. you. Somebody's got to – yeah. Somebody's got to – and it's just like a complete and total give your body up for the team, P.A.T. field goal. Ball. There's so many more rules, you know. You used to have the the wedge, you know, where one guy would get behind another guy and shove him through that gap. And you're like, really? This is this is my this is my reward for scoring a touchdown. I got to go get my brain. See, to Mark, in you're, on you're, P-A-T you're talking
6: you're talking that old school football where you throw your head here because you know you're going to give your body. They can't even do that any longer. They don't. Play, they're not even allowed to do that. Step inside. Let's go play overtime. Right, yeah, exactly.
4: That's the way it works. Unbelievable. Mm.
6: Um, all right, let, let's, let's
5: get to the National Football League. Um, look, you played, with, you played with one of the all-time greats in a John Elway. And, and, of course, you were there when it was his last game, right? So can, can you imagine what it would have been like had Elway taken 11 days away from training camp, in the middle of camp?
4: Oh, we, well, listen, man, we had, yeah, I can Elway well, we left training camp to go recruit Zimmerman to come back and play uh, left tackle for us uh, in uh, in 1997 in our first Super Bowl run because Zimmerman was up in Sturgis, so we left camp for three or four days to go try to recruit Zimmerman to to come back and play tackle for us. So yeah, I mean that, stuff like that happens. You know, it's not it's not. I mean, 11 days is is a bit extreme, but he's Tom freaking Brady, and and I'll tell you this, like. You walk into that organization, even the the first year, I probably did five Tampa games the first year he was in Tampa, and I'm telling you, all those dudes, and this is what happens when you get a goat like that that walks in and holds himself more accountable than he holds anybody else, and he holds everybody accountable. But guys like Mike Evans and guys like Chris Godwin and guys like Ali Marpet and guys like Ryan Jensen are like, dude, we thought like we thought we were grinding we thought we were working hard we thought we had attention to detail we thought we were prepared we thought you know, they're like oh this is a neck this is like a completely different level of football with him in there so the respect factor is so high for a guy like that and what he brings to your organization obviously they won that championship at home his first year in tampa um like, like that—that that is so high. I look at guys like that. Like, I didn't have any issue with Elway leaving for three or four days to run up to Sturges and ride motorcycles with him and recruit him back. So, it happens. Um, is it ideal? Probably not. But he's Tom freaking Brady. I'll give him a break.
6: I, I get what you're saying uh, about Elway going to recruit a player to make your team better. But mm-hmm. what Brady did had nothing to do with – making the team better going to get a player. I get it. He's Tom Brady. But when if you're in that locker room, you say, okay, yeah, like everybody else, it's Tom Brady. What if this season starts off the way they don't expect it to? Is he still, oh, it's okay because he's Tom Brady?
4: <laughs> well, hey, listen, you know, winning cures everything that ails you. And so if if he's playing great and offensively they're producing, Um, you know, they've got some issues. You know, it's more than Tom Brady. Like, I know that'll be the narrative, TJ. You know that, you know, guys will, people in the media and and just even people just around will scrutinize Tom Brady for leaving, and I get that. But you lost your starting center. I don't know how long Ryan Jensen's going to be out. Ali Marpet retired. You lost your other guard. Uh, You know, you lost your other guard, went to Tampa, or went to Cincinnati as a free agent. And then the replacement, Aaron Steine, who played a lot last year, during injuries for, for either of the inside three guys, he tore his ACL in training camp. So um, one, thing I, one thing I've known about Brady or we know about Brady, I always say he's one of the best scramblers in football that never actually leaves the pocket. He just has this pocket manipulation, his ability to move side to side, his understanding of, of pressure and being able to deliver downfield. Um, now He's going to have to make up for that by getting rid of the ball quickly. And one thing we know, the two Super Bowls he lost to the New York Giants – was inside pressure it's people being in your face that's that's you know you want to be able to step up especially when you can't escape the pocket because um you know from an athletic standpoint you're challenged when it comes to scrambling around so yeah that'll be the that'll be the narrative but uh, they've got some serious issues up front and it'll be interesting to see exactly how they deal with those issues and um, and how will they play up front but yeah you know i mean if it goes if it goes south it always opens yourself up you, you open yourself up uh to you know to all that scrutiny and people talking about it and you know that'll be the narrative that, that comes out of that but i still think for the most part what he's accomplished over the course of his career and just knowing i mean it's almost it's almost like reverence um, inside that locker room, how they feel about Tom Brady and what he brought to the organization, I I, I tend to feel like they'll be okay. Like they're not going to hold that against him.
5: Um, Stink, you mentioned up front. What about the Cowboys up front? Ironically, they play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You know that they're, they're going to sign Jason Peters. They got Tyler Smith, but they they you know that that offensive line, which has when when the line's been good, the Cowboys have been good. Now there's a lot of question marks. What do you think about what the pokes are throwing out there?
4: Yeah, I mean that comes down for me. I mean, obviously, Jason Peters, forty years old, and that guy's one of those supremely gifted, you know, future Hall of Famer, one of the great athletes I've ever watched play the position. But um, you know, I mean, age catches eventually. Other than Tom Brady, catches us all apparently. But um, we'll see how they are. You know, I always get down to I always get down to when you have issues up front. Um, Then it comes down to how does your quarterback play? How quickly can he deliver the football? How good is he from an anticipatory standpoint? And then how good is your coaching staff? And um, that that would be my big question. How much pressure does your coaching staff take off your guys up front? How easy do they make that for those guys? And a big part of my belief is that you know, if you're going to throw it 35 times a game, you gotta you gotta whittle it down. You gotta take and this is like as I travel around the league consulting for a couple of different teams, I always talk to guys about uh, and coaches about taking the passive out of pass protection. How do we allow our guys to be the aggressors? And I think that's a like I think that's a big, really important part of of pass protection and having success as a uh, as an organization. So that's a that's a big part of it for me. We'll see how they do.
6: Season kicks off this Thursday. Is this the year that the Buffalo Bills uh, get over the hump, win a Super Bowl, Josh Allen MVP, or will it be somewhat more of the same? Have a good season. Do well on offense. Uh, kind of more of the same. Yeah, you know, I think they're—I think they
4: are an outstanding football team. There's no question about that. You know as well as I do. I mean, some of it comes down to health toward the end of the season, how you're playing toward the end of the season. Uh, Josh Allen obviously is exceptional, as you guys know, and uh, he's a ton of fun to watch. But uh, you know, it's—I mean, I still think you know a lot of people writing off the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, simply because they lost Tyreek Hill, and obviously Tyreek Hill is a, a dynamic player. There's no question about that. Maybe the most dynamic player in football. But I always kind of look at it like they're like those guys. Like to me, Andy Reid, he's talked about being re-energized. Does it does it get you to the point where you become more balanced? You don't worry about uh, you know about how many times are we're going to get the ball in Tyreek's hands. Uh, will we run the ball with more efficiency, or le- at least um, with more kind of authority, with with more of a plan? Like I always looked at that Tampa Bay Super Bowl that they lost, and I thought to myself, that's just kind of football hubris, if you will, when you're getting seven, eight yards a carry and you run it nine times in the course of a game, and Patrick Mahomes is running around for his life with a bunch of backup offensive linemen. Like that to me is, is silly. So does this create an opportunity to be more balanced? Like, if I was going to bet the field, I, you know, do I get the Bills or the field? I'd take the field. Uh, the rest of the teams in AFC um more than I would take the Bills, although I think, you know, obviously they're a favorite.
5: Stink, uh, you have, uh, what, Eagles taking on the Lions. I think, uh-huh. I, I think ev- everyone who concludes that the Eagles have a really good roster, the question is Jalen Hurts, and can he – you know, can, can can he take the next step, right, instead of just being a facilitator? What do you think?
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, watching watching some of their preseason stuff, uh, kind of prepping this game, they are, uh, roster-wise, man, they are loaded. I mean, I think defensive line, offensive line, they can dominate both lines of scrimmage. I think you look at the receiving core that they have um, with speed, and route running, and just size, and, and, uh, and, um, and just overall, just, just the overall talent on the receiving core. I think Dallas Goddard, excuse me, is is one of, I mean, one of the best all around tight ends in football um, that nobody really ever talks about when you're having those tight end conversations. Uh, two corners that are sounding you know, like they were 31st in the league at sacks last year. They should bounce that up simply because they got two corners that can flat cover now. Um, I, I think they're a really good team. Obviously, Jalen Hurts. This would be the first time in his career, I believe, that he's been in the same, you know, same offense for two years in a row without a new offensive coordinator, without new, uh, you know, terminology and all that stuff. So I, I guess we're fixing to see what he can do. I know one thing: when they run the ball well, which they were the lead the league, uh, they led the league last year, 159 yards a game. When they run the ball well and they set up their play action stuff Jalen Hurts like there's no there's nothing wrong with his abilities in in those situations but like a lot of young quarterbacks it comes down to you know when you have to play the drop back game how well do you anticipate are you a sight thrower versus an anticipatory thrower like all those things come into to, to Come, come kind of come into the the forefront and the other thing is like how well do you how well do you layer throws and zone coverage and, and those things from the pocket and those are the things that he has to be better at um and i i happen to think he will be i happen to think that uh that they're a, an incredibly talented team so you know i think they're gonna lean on their run game lean on all that stuff but um uh, but i do think he'll improve how much is is the big question and you know we're gonna we're fixing to find
5: out all right uh, you'll hear stink along with adam amin and christina pink on the call it's one o'clock eastern time eagles taking on the detroit lions he's a three-time super bowl champion and of course uh we've him online he got man uh man 101 in which he teaches men how to be men stink thanks so much for joining us enjoy your day
4: <laughs> yeah you got it be good
5: <laughs> all right uh, Devonte adams says he wants to be remembered as a legend We'll get to that next in the Dan Patrick Show.
1: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxsportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
7: All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that, but there's just so much more good stuff in this game. And Monopoly Go.
3: Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies.
7: There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on.
4: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is.
0: And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
8: As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like Doug Gottlieb
5: and TJ out in for Dan the Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're getting ready for a great and relaxing Labor Day. Clemson taking on Georgia Tech later on today. That should be fun to watch. And then we got a couple, three more sleeps. Then you got the National Football League. Um, TJ, you were a two-time Pro Bowler. Devontae Adams, by some people's estimation, best in the game. He said this, the newest member of the Raiders, at this point, my motivation is my kids, my family, my legacy, stuff like that, he told the Las Vegas Review-Journal. I want a uniform feeling that uh, Devontae Adams is ultimately wanting to be a legend or going to be a legend. Or when they look back at it, he was a legend. So, so that's what I'm looking, ab- looking about doing. And you got to win a lot to do that. And you got to be out there and stack pr- a pretty decent resume. So I'm still going. Uh, I think Devontae Adams is awesome. I don't think he's going to be a legend, per se, but uh, who, who, am I to, who am I to foresee what the future will be? Is Devontae Adams the best wide receiver in football?
6: Oh, yeah, yeah, he is. That That's an easy answer to that question. Now, let me ask you this. If he's a Hall of Famer, would he become a legend in your eyes?
5: Yeah. I, I think, though, the status that he's looking for is the – the Jerry Rice discussion,
6: right? So he's trying to get to the Jerry Rice TO Moss that. Yes, I don't
5: yes. Yes. Uh, is TO is TO in that in that Jerry Rice and Moss discussion? To me he is. Okay, well you you played it so I'm I'm not going to challenge that. I
6: mean, TO man, the fact that TO wasn't a first ballot Hall of Famer, everybody they shouldn't even be allowed to vote anymore. I mean, it's come on, man. That come on, man. T.O. probably could still play. T.O. probably should have retired like four years ago, three years ago. That's how – like, T.O. is just – he's different, man. Like, T.O. can really play football. Yes, T.O. is a legend when you talk to wide receiver position. Now, Devontae Adams, his first three years didn't do much, kind of got on the scene his fourth year. And I would say the last two years he's been the best receiver uh, the year before that, he was probably top ten, and so he's gonna have to stack some years here now. Uh, I'm, he's gonna have to go four or five years in Las Vegas of of being one of the top three receivers in the league if he wants to be that legend that he says. You know, like I, I said,
5: know, like listen, you can tell tough. me. He's the, you can tell me. Here's here's where he's right. You have to win. Here's where I'm. I would sit there and go, Kenya, is there a way to? How do you say this? Cooper Cup had a better year. I don't. Again, you know the wide receiver position better than I do. On the most important drive of the season, in the in the biggest game in football, it was Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. They had nothing. They had the Rams had nothing. They couldn't run the football, and they had nobody else. I mean, they, but they're, you they're know what? A
6: no, a lot of it too, though. Doug is. The Bengals just man Cooper Cup up the whole game. They they didn't really double them. They they certain instances they would inside out them. Um, they didn't really double them. I think they felt like their corners could cover Cooper Cup, and obviously they were wrong. They were wrong. But when,
5: so what? So so was everybody else. Like, are you gonna sit there and tell me? And again. You. It's not just that you played. You the the position itself. You study. You teach. It, that's. It's all about. It's what you are. Who and what you do. Right. You, is 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 Devontae Adams definably better than Cooper Cup?
6: They. It's a different. They 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 play different. Devontae yes. is really good at the line of scrimmage. Real sudden. Puts his foot in the ground. Cooper Cup is subtle in his movements when he's running routes that you run away from. His dig routes, his out routes, he kind of will give you a rocker step. Two of them, sometimes three of them. They just go about it a different way. The way that McVay um, puts Cooper Cup in condensed splits is Devontae is he's not like that. It's just their offensive systems are completely different. Now it's they're both very effective. Devontae is more flashy than Cup is, but I just want results. Just give me results. To be a legend, I mean he's gonna have to stack the next four to five years and be he can't be good. He's gonna have to be great because he's had three years, in my opinion, of being one of the top five receivers. He needs at least a handful more.
5: Um I think I think the biggest question in the NFL season is that division, because that division again on paper they all have good quarterbacks, they all have some stars. It does feel like the Chargers have the best roster,
6: but they're it the Chargers. Feel, it doesn't feel like it. They do. Okay. They don't feel like the chart. You you look AFC West. Oh, top to bottom, the Chargers got the best team. I mean, you, you top to bottom. You could arguably say who's the best quarterback in the division. Everybody would probably say Mahomes, but if you said Herbert, you'd be like, oh, okay. You'd be like, yeah, all right. Who has the best running back in the division? You, You might say Eckler. Who's the best receivers in the division as a whole? Probably say the Chargers. Offensive line, probably say the Chargers. Edge rushers, probably say the Chargers. Secondary, for sure you're saying the Chargers. Linebacker might be the only coin flip. The Chargers got the best roster in that division. They got to make it do what it do. Yeah, this is that's this, this is the scariest discussion ever. A Charger
5: fan and a long suffering Charger fan. Uh, whew, that, that those 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 are big words. I
6: mean, when you think just think about what I just said, like. No, I listen. I've, I've they seen it. have I've, the players no, ready listen, to listen, go. They have, they have a,
5: in many ways. What they've done is what the Eagles have done. Only they're better at quarterback, which is when you you have to drive well and you have. Uh, all around, and you use while well, you got a guy in a rookie contract, you can load up with other rosters of other really good players, and they've been able to do that, right? Derwin James and Joey Bosa and Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, like they had
6: dudes Khalil all over the Khalil
5: Mack. They get Khalil. They get Khalil Mack.
6: J.C. Jackson, like right. what? They, yeah. they're they have a really good team. They everybody. You need a bit of good luck. Yeah. And you got to stay healthy. Ball bounce your way here, or there, and you. Your best players must stay healthy. That they got to stay healthy. Um. Okay. Clemson, Georgia Tech tonight. Uh. Does, does DJ lost weight in the offseason. season? He, and he worked hard out here. Now he he worked hard. He, he got he worked hard. I'll give him that. He was working hard in the off season. I will say that. He worked hard. Now you got to
5: go show it. It's crazy, though, to go – like your first game of the year in ACC foe. Fo,
6: that, that one strikes me as just – If know, Clemson ex- is Clemson, they should beat Georgia Tech. They, they, they should beat Georgia Tech. If they're the Clemson of old, they should beat Georgia Tech.
5: Uh, and now I'll ask you the same question that you asked, Stink. Um, as much as you and I both love the Chargers roster, when you talk to most of these NFL guys who've been
6: around the camps, they say the Bills are the best team. Are the Bills the best team? I believe so. Um, I will say this. The last two years before the season started, I picked a Super Bowl winner prior to the season. I'm going with the Bills this year. And although I believe the Chargers may have one of the best rosters in the league, I just believe there's steps you must take. Yeah, That first step is just get into the playoffs. Get into the playoffs. And once they do that, um, they'll get rolling. But – They'll get into the playoffs this year. They'll just stumble. The the Bills have stumbled, and now I believe this is your year. They go all the way.
5: All right. Well, that's the we'll, we'll see. The take. See if I can go three for three. See if you can go three for three. Of course, you can catch TJ on Up On Game. That's a podcast and a radio show here on Fox Sports Radio. You can usually check me out on the Doug Gottlieb Show. It's daily 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific. I also have the All Ball Podcast, which you'll love. I got a guy in the last one, Christopher Chabot, who's actually the COO of High Times. Crazy story of playing professional basketball overseas. All right. boys are back tomorrow. Get you ready for week one of the National Football League. For T.J. Hushmanzana, our producer, Jason Stewart, I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is the Dan Patrick Show, only on Fox Sports Radio. Happy Labor Day.
3: At Bet365, we don't do
2: ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic.
3: Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 Plus only must be President Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call
0: one 800 gambler Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex platinum card, right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex.
7: All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying.